Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Isaiah McKenzie Show. Appreciate everybody coming out tonight. Here he is, the man of the hour. The hours. He may just stick around all night. Isaiah McKenzie. Here you go, bud. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And thanks again, everybody, for coming out tonight. As always, we'll, uh, we'll tell some lies here for a while, then uh, open it up and... See what everybody else has for, for Isaiah. And people have a lot to say about Isaiah McKenzie these yeah. days. All the time. All yeah. the time. I so. invited, I, damn, it's loud. <laughs> <laughs> I invited him tonight, but I uh, see a lot of them didn't show up. But I appreciate you guys. No, this is, and all episodes always at uh, golongtd.com. That's my site. And this is episode six of eight. Yep, almost for the season, season two. Yep, yep. And we haven't done one of these in a while. A lot's happened, so let's, we'll, we'll talk about Isaiah. We'll talk about the Bills. We'll touch on your, your upbringing. Who knows where this goes? We yeah. never really know. <laughs> um, but, you know, let's start a couple weeks back because mm-hmm. I think people maybe have a little amnesia when it comes to the value of Isaiah McKenzie. But Thanksgiving, the Detroit Lions game, let's start there. When Yeah, what, nine catches for 96 yards and a touchdown? It was six catches for 96 yards. Six? Matter. Yeah, six. I have it written down, too. You know, maybe I'm seeing things upside down. Six for 96. Yeah, it was a pretty good day. I actually got the ball that time, so. Yeah, that was good, right? Yeah. Good was part fun. of the offense? Yeah, it was good. It was fun. What's it like playing on Thanksgiving Day? Um, it's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Being one of the only games, one of the three games on TV and um, winning every single one of them, so that's, that's pretty fun. I, but I never eat the turkey because it's not good. So that turkey on Thanksgiving is not good from the NFL. 
No. Oh, the turkey that they give the yeah at the end of the game. Do they just give it to a few players, or does everybody? So like, they give it to the. So that's another thing. They give it to the player of the game, huh. right? So I was confused. Right? <laughs> I was a little confused on that one, but um, I didn't want the turkey anyway. So it's like yeah. <laughs> but Josh Allen said it was better than the Dallas game. The turkey, the seat. The CBS turkey tastes a little better than the Fox turkey, he said. I wouldn't know. So, so maybe you missed out. Yeah, yeah I missed out. Yeah. <laughs> but this is just an interesting time for the Bills because there's – I mean, there's like two ways to look at where the season, where the offense is right now. It's, yeah, you're, you're winning, which yeah. maybe it ends there. Yeah. You're winning games. It's, it's hard to win in the NFL. Yeah. You, get, you collect your wins and you make no apologies. Um, but I think the manner in which you guys are winning has people like a little uneasy, might be a little strong, but questioning like where this offense is at. I've seen this thing where it said around this time we were seven and six last year, mm -hmm. and now we're ten and three, and no one's happy. It's crazy. That's true. The bottom line is the bottom line. <laughs> there we go. Right, because it's. I, I, I'm torn on it, though, because, right, if you played Joe Burrow and the Bengals right now, yeah. Mahomes and the Chiefs right now, uh -huh. their offenses are rolling. Yeah. But you're not playing them right now. You can only play who's on your schedule. True. So is there something to just earning a gritty win when the weather is what it was the other day and it's windy, it's sloppy, it's the wintry mix? Is, is there something to uh, – to, to that kind of win because I, I, to be honest yeah and no I mean I, we could have played better you know but the conditions are like hey we throw the ball a ton you know what I'm saying we rarely run the ball so for us throwing the ball you know it was a little different a little difficult for Josh and he was saying that but like Nobody cares. You just want to win, right? So we're, we just went out there and won the game the best way we could, you know. So a win like that, it's like, ah, oh, yeah. But the, the Jets were good. They are a good team. Yeah. You know, they, they had a good defense. And um, you can tell from the first time, it were no weather, you know, they had a good defense. Um, their offense, pretty young, but they're getting there. But um, they're a pretty good team, so they'll be good for years to come. But um, a win's a win. You know, no matter what the weather is, no matter how we play, the win's a win. So, I tend to agree. Like you, you, you don't make apologies for yeah. winning yeah. pro football. You can't. <laughs> it's, I mean, look at like every team's going to go through ups and downs in the season. Mm -hmm. Miami Dolphins are going through their stuff right now. Where that, I mean, Tua, Tyreek Hill, they're just lighting teams up and exactly their offense is in a funk, and they're not they're not winning. Like you, your offense is in a funk, and we're winning, and you're winning. It's fine. You're saying we can. Because we know we can play better because at the beginning of the season, we looked like a juggernaut. A juggernaut. You know, we was beating people, what, we scoring 30-plus points, blowing people out. And then we hit a point, we hit a wall. We're, we lost some games. And then now we're trying to get back on track. We're winning games, but it's not like in the fashion we wanted to win in. But we're winning them. And we know that we just got to keep building off that and get back to where we were in the beginning of the season, which I prefer to do that than hit a wall at the end of the season and then going into the playoffs trying to find your way, trying to find a way to win in the playoffs. So I feel like now it's the best time to find a way to win and then we get in the playoffs. We just full steam ahead. 
These are the winds that put hair on your chest, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, you did kind of steamroll teams the yeah. last couple of years. I don't. I mean, maybe it's like the ultimate spin zone, but I feel like, if anything, the, the Bills probably have needed to win some ugly games the last few years. Yeah. It's, it's good. Character building. Yes. It was a lot of character. I remember last year we lost, we lost to the Jags. Yeah. Lost it nine to six. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Then we go lose to uh, to Colts. Right. Terrible. You were the the yeah. the scapegoat. Yeah. Right. Because you, you weren't able to stop Jonathan Taylor that day. Yeah. From five touchdowns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we lose to uh, who was the next? Uh, the Bucks. Tampa. But that's when we found it. Like oh. Mac Jones. I mean, he lit you guys up at the Mac, stadium too. Yeah. Mac Jones. Those three pass attempts. He lit oh, yeah. you up. <laughs> But you're right. I mean, I forgot about that. That was seven and six, and you yeah. got hot at the right time. So, what was the key? How did you guys kind of get hot right when you needed to get hot offensively? That second half against Tampa, and how do you find that right now in 2022? I just feel like during the season, you like you don't know what you're gonna be in camp or in off season, or if you sign someone, like you don't know how that's gonna play out. You know, so like during the season is a time where you find out, okay, what do we have? What are we good at? What do we you know, need to work on? Things like that throughout the season because that's how the season goes. Yeah. You know, but in, in the mix of all that, you want to win football games, stay level-headed, and then when they hit the playoffs, you say, okay, during the season, this is what we were good at. You know, this is where we, you know, got better. This is the areas we got better in. And, you know, this is where we're going to go off of for the playoffs. This defense does this. We're going to do this. We're going to play our style of football and just go out there and win the game the best way we can. Because when the playoff starts, there's all everything's out the window. Everybody's 0-0. You know, 0-0. No wins, no losses. You just – it's one, one game elimination. And we understand that. So when it comes that time, we want to be at our best football possible and play our best games possible. And if we lose with our best game, then what, what can we say? Right, you got to get to that point. Exactly. Can you get to that point in Orchard Park, New York? I feel like that's the big debate <laughs> that this is, you know, a fast track offense that yes. likes to play in a dome. Probably, <laughs> if it was your choice, would you put a dome over that stadium? <laughs> yeah, if I was the Pagulas, <laughs> I would. No. All right, I, we've done this before. Do the fans here prefer outdoor or dome? For outdoor, well, before conditions. before you say. You have think about this. You have a two hundred and fifty million dollar quarterback that loves to throw the ball. Throw the ball. But your two hundred and fifty million dollar quarterback also has a strong enough arm when he doesn't have UCL stuff going on, who knows really what's up at the elbow. To cut it through the wind, to cut it yeah. through the conditions. Yep, yep. When can Tua just walk into a lake effect storm and win? We're gonna find out Saturday. True. So there You're is right a strength that. to that. There is a strength to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Outdoor stadium, cold, wind, snow. It's, it's all the women. <laughs> yeah, they're tough. They're tough. <laughs> Unlike all the soft men out there. <laughs> all right, who is, who's really soft and prefers football to be in a dome? Well, he threw the word soft in there, so like. It's a biased question. The thing is for me is. I get it, you know, it is an advantage, and I'm, fi I'm fine with it, you know what I'm saying, no matter, you know, whatever people say, I'm fine with being playing outside, I don't care, but it's just like, 
when things like this happen, like it rained, snow rained the whole game, and we throw the ball, and yes, Josh can cut it in the wind, but what if the ball, the wind takes the ball, or he, it slips off his hand, or and then we got to worry about catching the ball from this gunslinger. So, <laughs> so it's just like you know, it's I don't know, it's just a little. So it's just, you got to focus a little more, which you can't focus on. The main thing is that's just like playing football. Yeah. I don't know, though. Football is a, it's a violent game yeah. played by violent people. Mm-hmm. As the football gods intended, Lombardi, Hallis, Landry, Nagurski, they want it to be in the conditions, right? Yeah. I mean, that's fine. The mud. You know what? Don't even take care of the field. Just make, make it a big mud pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what was it like out there Sunday then? Because it was the wintry mix. Yeah. Right? It was windy and a little windy, but wet. Yeah, it was mostly snow, wet. Rain. The, the field, so. I'm not making excuses. Yeah. We're, don't not, make we're excuses. not letting you off the hook with excuses. <laughs> um, no, it was, it was like rain, snow, rain, snow, sunny, snow. It never really stopped. And the field was wet. You know what I'm saying? So you had to watch how you ran routes and all that stuff. So it's just like, and we were switching our gloves in, in and out. Because they were getting soaked. So, like, every time we touched the ground, it was getting soaked. So, but as, as we drive down the field, the ball was, like, soaked. Hmm. But the first play, yeah, it'd be fine. But after that, the ball's hitting the ground. It's rolling everywhere. It's just, but we do wet ball drills in practice. And I tell you, the main person that hates it, Josh. He doesn't like the wet ball drill. Nobody, nobody, yeah, he hates it. Really? <laughs> he hates it. <laughs> How does it work then? Do you just have like a big bucket of no, ice so, water? And- so coach comes, has, yeah, well, we don't use, well, I think we did a bucket of water before, but he started using the spray bottle. He'll spray the whole ball just with water, soak it, the whole bottle, just soak it, right? And then he said, hike, and then he just throw the ball, and yeah, whatever happens, happens. I don't know. I mean, we were going to have a wet ball drill today. You yeah. put it out there. <laughs> for, the, for those, you know, hopefully people don't live on Twitter because Twitter's awful. It's, <laughs> a, it's a gross, disgusting place. But you did throw a tweet out today saying that we should just have a wet ball drill yeah. here at the show. Yeah. And I thought you were serious. I brought no, a football. No. <laughs> you, <laughs> you were kidding. I brought, I brought we, John put the kibosh to it, too. The owner, he doesn't want, you know, any injuries. So we're not doing the wet ball drill. Sorry for everybody who was looking forward to that. <laughs> Unless you can find John and convince him and tell Isaiah we should, then I'm open to it. We got a football. So I don't know. How hard is it to catch a wet football? Oh, it's hard. Especially with gloves on. It's like They take the gloves suck. off. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> um, but no that's why the thing is I was trying like the first pass it was like okay I thought the ball was so dry I was like I was so confident because I went up I was like oh and then it went it hit my hands and then it's, as I was trying to bring it in it was slipping I was like oh and it got all the way down to my lap and then he pushed me out of bounds and I didn't know the ball was that wet and so I will go to the sideline oh okay cool nah. so then the next catch, I just started catching it with my body. And as the reverse I got, nobody would know because I'm a professional. Um, the reverse I got, Josh pitched it to me, and I grabbed it, and my left hand slipped off the ball. So I just put it in my right hand. So if you see me, I'm running down the left sideline with the ball in my right hand. I couldn't switch it because it was slippery. But it won't look like it because I just that's just what I do, right? 
So, and then the other one that was up here, right? I was like, there's nothing I can do with that one. So I was like, oh, whatever. So yeah, I got. You drew a hold on one of them. Yeah. Right? It was that one. Yeah. Right? That kind of gets lost in the mix. Yeah, that, I don't think people were watching that part. I don't think people were watching the game. It's just watching, like, Isaiah. So, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it's not real life on Twitter, so I don't yeah, I hate yeah. even bringing it up. But you caught a lot of crap on there. Like yeah. a, a lot of people, you know, all the time. Really, I guess everybody kind of needs somebody to pick on. So why not the little guy? Why not? Yeah, yeah. right. Like before halftime, like I didn't just catch the ball and drive us downfield. Right. <laughs> the somebody somebody asked me. They said, um, uh, they said, oh yeah, would you catch the ball? I was like, well. I'm the one that got it started. Like, who else was catching the ball besides me before half, after the, before halftime to get us, and then Dawson scored. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Does it bother you? I mean, does, does it bother you when you hear from people? No. 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 It's funny. It seemed like there were some, <laughs> some good replies there. No. People giving you some unsolicited advice yeah. on how to catch the football. Exactly. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> you know, it's just – oh, one guy said um, – He's losing me a lot of money in my bets. And I was like, well, stop betting on me. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't even bet on myself. <laughs> Easy fix. Uh, don't bet on me. How about you just watch the game and enjoy yeah. and have fun? Right. I think gambling does kind of uh, oh, yeah. turn the thermometer up a little bit. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. We, but the, the good thing is, you know, the NFL, you know, they, they're sponsored by DraftKings and they're, yeah. you know, throwing it all out there. But they do tell you there's a hotline to call if you have a problem. So that's nice. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's just so yeah. hypocritical, yeah. as always. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, you don't care what people think about you. No. I, but it, it, it is interesting that you know, scapegoats are needed. People to blame are needed. Oh, yeah. And right now it's – it's kind of, I don't know. I get the sense, though, that everybody's just kind of wondering why the offense is in a, a little bit of a funk right now and trying to yeah. piece that together. I think for the most part, it's just, I'm, I don't know, everybody, I mean, we're doing what we can, you know, we're doing, like, during the week, we're like, okay, like, every week, we're like, we got the plays, we're, we're practicing hard, we're doing well, blah, 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 the week is well, the sun is out, yeah. everything's fine. And then Sunday comes, and it's like, it's raining. <laughs> we got to change the game plan. We got to run different, catch the ball different. And it's like those, say I play a little role, you know what I'm saying? When during the week, you're like, ah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Mm. And then you get out there, and it's a snowstorm, and you got to adjust the offense. You got to call certain plays a different way, catch the ball a different, throw the ball a different way. It, it's just, it's different. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, Besides that game, other games before that, when it was just nice outside and we weren't playing too well, it was just everybody going through their bumps and bruises, like Josh, you know. He went to a state where he was throwing two interceptions a game. And it was like, okay, well, he's, he's in the funk right now. But it's not like he can't get out of it. You know what he's, you know what he's capable of, you know. So it's just. Is it more mental or physical because – Right, I mean, there's going to be elements. Right? Football's always been played in the wind and the snow yeah. and the heat and the everything. Um, so how can these coaches get you guys better prepared to handle whatever's thrown at you on Sunday? Um, I don't think there's a preparation when it comes to elements or, or anything. You know what I'm saying? It's anything besides that. It's just, to be honest, I don't know. You know, yeah. we just got to play better football. You know, we understand that. It's not like we don't. 
understand we got to play better football. It's just like, you know, it's, it is what it is, you know. But at the same time, like, I don't know, <laughs> like, how, like, what do you think? Like, how, like, if I'm trying to figure it out and I'm on the team, it's like, what, what do you do to be better? It's like, if we're not doing it and we're I mean, doing pro- Probably running the ball better. I guess, I don't know. Huh? It seems like, you know, if it's, if it's bad weather, just run it more. Yeah. Is it that simple? No. I don't know. No. Because we can barely run the ball when it's I know. sunny out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, it's it's like we yeah. we doing what we can, and it's like it's, it's not working, it's working, it's not working. So I just, we got we to gotta take the bumps and bruises as they come. But yeah. we understand, like, the best football is played in November and December, and a win is a win. I'm saying you just don't want to L at the end of the day. That's true. I mean, it, it, it's weird to, to nitpick and, and try to dissect everything that's wrong with this Bills offense. Yeah. But at, at when you're 10-3, and three and I get it, maybe the, the argument stops there. At the same time, the expectations were Super Bowl or bust for this team of this course. year. And in the beginning, we said, I said, we can't bank on that, you know, because, I mean, the Bills are still going to be the Bills – 10 years from now, like you still got to, you know, so we can't just bank on one year, mm-hmm. you know, even though these last few years have been our best years, you know, and I just feel like if you think about that, a lot of people don't think about the process. That's where the trust the process comes in, you know. Well, that was one of the words we're going to ban on this show. We don't, we, we, don't, we don't use trust the process on this podcast. But it, it, it kind of. agitated enough. <laughs> it kind of goes into play, like everybody thinking, oh, the bills are bound to win the Super Bowl this year. They have to win the Super Bowl. They're, they're the team to win the Super Bowl. As a player to handle that pressure, I mean, it is real. Yeah. Nobody has bet on a team to win the Super Bowl more than the 2022 Buffalo Bills. Exactly. I mean, it's just... But there's also, in the mix of winning the Super Bowl, it's not like we can just jump from camp to the Super Bowl, you know? Because like, if we could do that, then okay, let's do it. But I know. along those lines, we got like a... Okay, we gotta win this game. We gotta win that game. We gotta lose this game. We gotta win that game. We gotta, you know, like we gotta get injured here. We gotta do. We gotta fly to Detroit because there's snow on the ground. Like things happen. You know what I'm saying? Like Josh throws an interception. I drop a ball. They score a touchdown. Like it's gonna happen. Yeah. Like you know, like it's just. But when we get, let's say, yes, if God's willing, we go to the Super Bowl. Then all that's out the window. Then you yeah. know. So, but that's like that's that's life in general. I'm saying if something good happens and something bad happens, the good. I mean, how depending on how good the good is, the bad doesn't really matter anymore. And you would still prefer home field advantage, even though the elements can kind of throw this offense off. Maybe not. Maybe a neutral site. (laughs) Maybe pop over to the Carrier Dome. Um, I was kind of. I was like, you know what? Miami can have the number two seed. I was like, you want my answer? Maybe you concede Saturday. I said, like, like, you know what? A couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know what? It wouldn't be a bad thing if Miami had the number two seed. You know, <laughs> go down there, have a good time. All Wait. these fans are looking at you like Isaiah. <laughs> what are you saying right now? We want to go to a playoff game. No, but I would love the, the playoffs to be here. You know what I'm saying it's it's an advantage for us. You know, it like no matter what the conditions are, it is an advantage for us because. Nobody like the Dolphins this week. They don't want to come up here. There's no way. 
<laughs> yeah. The Miami has to come to Orchard Park. Now. Exactly. They're like, they're sick. <laughs> they lost last night. They're going to come up here. And don't get me wrong, they got a fast team. Yeah. But I don't think. <laughs> like, I don't think you want to. I mean, you're going to. Everybody's going to be running the same speed when it's 20 degrees outside. So, good luck. So. All right. Hey, put them on blast here. I mean, That's what the show's for. <laughs> no, they're a good team. They're fast. They're, oh, here come the cliches. No. Oh, they're great. Oh, they're no, but they, they are good. Tua has been proving a lot of people wrong. So it's just like you got to take that. All right. So when you played in Miami, obviously they make the visiting team. Yeah. Stare into the surface of the sun. Mm-hmm. And it's like that I loved everybody. It. I you loved guys it. were dropping like flies. I loved it. You it was, loved it? Yeah, because I was getting the ball. And I was I was the only one available. That's right. <laughs> Everybody's hooked up to IVs. Uh, everybody else was hooked up. I was like, hey, got to come to me. Hey. And it was not, nah, but, you know, it was it was, it was was hard. It was hard down there. Diggs was going in and out of the game. Gabe stayed in the game the whole time, which was pretty impressive. Yeah. But I got out, go get an IV, came back in. You know what I'm saying? But I was going to say, you did go down at one yeah, point. Yeah. I had to get an IV because I was cramping up. But other than that, I was fine, running around, having a good time. All right, so if that's their home field advantage, yeah. I don't know. I feel like if the Lake Effect snow hits on Saturday, yeah. Pat Hammer, friend of the program, listens. He's already calling for it. Lake yeah. Effect storm. I heard it was like seven inches of snow or something like that. So why don't you guys do something? If, like, if you need a home field advantage, like what? You know, uh, my buddy Joe, he, he put out this idea on Twitter. I thought it made so much sense. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in winning the game, don't plow their sideline. Don't do it. Just, just, have, just have, like, you know, two feet of snow, whatever it is. On the, hey, they, they, they want to plow their sideline. They can do it themselves. Maybe there's something you can do with the snow to work to your advantage. Mm. No, no heaters. No heaters. I, I think they'd bring their own heaters, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think right? they'd bring their own. Yeah, yeah, because we bring maybe all, a red R back, like they or a Belichickian, they stop working. But I feel like magically. when it comes to because let's say it, let's say it like you can't do that. I would, no heaters would be fine, right? But the snow is like you have to do the whole thing because like let's say if it if it rains in Miami and let's say they don't. They drain the water on their side. It don't drain the water on our side. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm all for but it. But I don't think they would do that. It drains the whole field. Yeah. <laughs> There's something you could do with the snow. <laughs> Throw snowballs. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you want to be in a dome, though, right? That's what, you're, that's what you want anyway. So. Who? I mean, it don't matter to me. But <laughs> have you seen us in a dome? We're yeah. unstoppable. I don't know. I think everybody who goes to these Bills games, they want the elements. Oh, I love the elements. The only I would say that what makes the elements awesome is the fans. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's like the fan base makes Buffalo what it is, and the elements you know, play a part. But like the fans make. All right, let let uh, your role though. We didn't really touch on you the rest of the season. Yeah. So that, you know, to get this offense back on track, I think uh-huh. there's got to be a weapon outside of digs that just starts striking fear and you've done it i mean in detroit the bills lose the game if you don't have that performance Uh, like who how how can that happen how how, how does somebody else other than digs step up and get this offense back on track and how can that player be you what do you see your role being um i would just i would just say for me it's just 
get more involved, you know, and a lot of, I was, Diggs is always involved no matter what, you know, and that's totally fine. Like, we understand that he's the guy, you know. Gabe is the second guy, you know, it, that's understandable, you know. And for me, it's just like, okay, just give me more. Use me. I'm there. Use me. You know what I'm saying? Like yesterday was a couple, I got a reverse, I got a jet sweep, I got a couple passes, whatnot. But if you watch the film, I don't think a lot of people watch the film. I'm open a lot. <laughs> and but a lot of people would say, oh, Isaiah's not getting open to that. I'm open a lot. I'm faster than most people that standing in front of me. So there's no way I'm not open. But a lot of people don't see that because they don't watch the film, like you know, like everybody else watches the film. Because a lot of people say, "Oh, why is he still playing?" Well, they're watching that film and they're like, "He's open. He's just not getting the ball." So that's why he's still playing. You know, I can see if I just completely, excuse my language, poop the bed. I wouldn't. I was gonna say. I cannot believe you use that word. <laughs> poop the bed. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I have 380 yards. I have five touchdowns. I'm saying 38 receptions of what 40, 48 targets. Yeah. I'm doing just fine. I'm, in, I'm doing just fine. I'm doing what I what I get. You know. So for me, it's just I, I would like to be more involved. You know what I'm saying? No matter you know no matter what. You know what I'm saying I can get six targets, five targets a game. I can do with that. You know. But one target a game. There's a couple of games where I went with just one target. And it's like. Cleveland, did you even get a target? Because Cleveland, I got one. It was like over my head. But I got one target. The games before that, I, the Jets, the first time we played the Jets, I got three. And it's like, but it was like bubbles. You know what I'm saying? But if you watch the film, I'm open. Yeah. You know and it's just a matter of, you know, like just getting it. But I understand we have guys that need, they have to get the ball first. And we have a guy back there that can do a lot of things. He can run, he can throw, you know, like in Josh. So. I just take it on the chin and say, hey, I'm going to just do my job because I want to win regardless. I'm a team I'm a team player. I never beg for the ball, never ask for the ball. When it comes to me, I'll make it happen. I feel like when this offense was really moving, clicking, you know, going 100 miles an hour, Cole Beasley is obviously the slot receiver. Yeah. He's getting a ton of targets. Ton. It, it, it's almost like a basketball player, <laughs> you know, getting, getting the short jumpers, getting the layups, getting to the foul line, getting into a rhythm. I mean, the short to intermediate passing game is basically a run game in 2022. And that's, you need touches to kind of get into a flow, get into a yes. rhythm. So this game before half, um, we got into the spread, and Josh was just throwing it to me in the slot. And that's when I had the three. I had the two catches in the middle, and then it was like the last two minutes of the. And then I got I drew the penalty. You know what I'm saying? Like, plays like that is like, okay, that's what, like you said, what helps us out, like a short run game. Um, but, yeah, but around this time, I think Cole Beasley had 86 targets around this time. I got 48. We got to fix that. <laughs> I don't think it's getting fixed. Don't worry about it. It's not getting fixed. I just got to do I just gotta do what I can with the ball. And I don't mind that, though. I don't mind. Yeah. You, know? you chose to return. To yeah. I chose, to, I chose to be here because we, got, we have a great team. No matter what the circumstances are, we're 10 and 3. We have a great team. And we're going to get back on track, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like we're going to peak at the right time. It sounds like what you're, I mean, you're kind of getting to a roundabout answer to the question of like, how, how does this offense get back to where it should be? Feed Isaiah McKenzie, <laughs> right? I think uh, everybody here would agree. Like, just, get, just get, get, get you going on those short passes, get you into the rhythm. 
I think that helps probably with confidence too. Yeah. You know, if you're that makes you catch a bunch of the easy balls, maybe it makes the harder ones to catch mm-hmm. come a little more smoothly. How does that work then? Like if you want you obviously want to get more involved. Yeah. Um we're talking about it here pretty openly. Uh do you go to Josh? Do you go to Ken Dorsey? Do you go to Sean? Maybe you go to Brandon Bean. I don't know. Like how do you make it happen behind the scenes? Uh I just <laughs> I tell my girlfriend. Tell them to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I tell my girlfriend, I'm like, listen, and we watch the film. And I say, hey, I'm open right here. I'm open right here. I'm open right here. And I just tell her. And I just go to work the next day like, okay, I ain't telling. <laughs> That's it. That's the only person I'm telling because, you know, because when you start doing stuff like that, you start asking and you start, hey, I want demanding things. It's like they start feeling some type of way, you know, and that's not just as just just football in general. You can be anywhere. You start asking and you start doing unusual things that you're not usually doing. Then they start looking at you different, you know, and I don't want to be looked at different. And for me, is I've never begged for the ball. So it's not something I'm going to start doing. I just you just hope and pray that they start seeing it, you know. Right. I think this team is really big on body language behind the scenes, yeah. being a positive, not a negative when you walk through the door, all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. And you're a leader on the team. You've been here as long as anybody. So, yeah. you know, you can take Isaiah at his word. I will say this, though. I covered the team at the Buffalo News 2015, Rex Ryan's first year. It was the first time I even met Sammy Watkins. Uh-huh. Shook his hand in the corner of the locker room. You told me this. Okay, I got you. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, oh, I told you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy, I mean, he <laughs> was honest. Yeah. He said, hey, the Bills, you're making yourselves look bad. You're making me look bad. Ten targets a game. Just give me the ball. What happened, Isaiah? Tyrod's chucking it up to Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Deep, regularly. Statistically, that was the best season of his career. So yeah, I'm just right. saying, there is a benefit. It is. It is. But I'm going to just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, hey, before we open it up, I didn't ask you about uh, Vaughn Miller. Uh, How's he doing behind the scenes? Like that was Vaughn's always a, like a positive guy. You know, he has a little triangle. You know, the triangle in the back of his hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's always, you know, he's always been a positive guy. You know, he's he had a couple of Super Bowls under his belt. I was with him in Denver. Like he's gonna be fine. You know, I don't know how long he's gonna be out. I don't know about everything about that. But like for the most part, he's gonna be. A, he's he's. He's up and well, you know. He's supporting us and everything like that. So, yeah, financially he'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> he'll uh, he'll survive. Vacation. <laughs> you know what though? I mean, he he was really signed as the player to get you guys over the top. Yeah, and we saw it against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just shut the door those last three chief drives. Um, honestly, I was kind of surprised at how good he was in the regular no, season. He's, a, he's I'm thinking like just get him through the regular season, like we were saying earlier. Like, simulate to the playoffs. Can't do that now, but, man, his impact on the defense mm-hmm. was, was massive. Um, but I guess, you know, Greg Rousseau, the whole Epinesa, they, yeah. Matt Milano, poor, poor Mike White. He had to go to the hospital <laughs> here, right? That poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think the guys, Greg, AJ, Boogie, and all those guys, Shaq, they're going to come together, you know. They're they're, they're individual person, but as a unit – they can do it. You know, I, there's no lost faith in our D-line, our defense end, or our defense at all, you know. So, you know, they're just like the offense goes through their funks, the defense goes through their funks, 
even as individuals, you know, it is what it is, you know. Do you think Rousseau's ready to be the scary edge rusher that wrecks game? Because that's what you need. I mean, he looks playoffs, scary. Right? He looks it's huge. He's 6'8", what, 7 foot? 6'8"? Yeah. He's got about, I don't know, 13, 14 inches on it. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's – He's got seven. He has seven sacks. I didn't know that. He has seven yeah. sacks. So I mean, he's doing what he needs to do. And, I mean, eventually, like he's just gonna take over the game, and that's when you know, oh, Greg Russo is coming to his own. I feel like right now he's doing that. You know, seven sacks, seven quiet sacks. Yeah. He was out for a couple of weeks with an ankle injury, but he's gonna come along. I mean, he has the size, he has the skill, he has the mindset. So you'll see it eventually. Man. What, what are you thinking when you're seeing their quarterback take those hits? I mean, to the ribs. Matt Milano yeah. just tagged him. Yeah, he's my left, favorite. He came back. Like, if you're in that Jets locker, I'm thinking, okay, give me this guy, not Zach Wilson. Yeah, well, Matt, Matt Milano is my favorite player on the team. So so when he did that, I was like, oh, he's – well, I always thought he was awesome, you know, like on the field. But um, when he did that, I was like, oof, this, this guy's deadly. You know, but, yeah, Matt, I know. but the thing is – he got hit the first time. He left. Joe Flacco came in. I, I didn't realize he came back in the game. And then he got hit again. That's when I realized he got was, I was like, Mike White's back out there after that first hit? And the second one was like, woof. You know, you got you to gotta, don't come back. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess he tried to make it. I guess he was like, okay, I took this hit. I'm going to come back, win the game, and be the man. Nah. Take another one. Sit out. Chill out. You're not winning this one, buddy. <laughs> what What are you doing if you if you if you get harpooned in the rib cage? Well, and I don't even know I don't know what was going on in there, but yeah. something was. I mean, his organs, in your entrails. Yeah, he's 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 probably messed up. I mean, I took one to the head against the Ravens, so. You did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were lit up pretty good. Yeah. And you wanted to come back into that game. Yeah, but I couldn't move, so I don't know why I even thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, let's open up to questions, but I, I, I didn't really get, get into this with you. Your, your tweet, was it a couple weeks ago, on how do I get a ride from oh, yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh to <laughs> Buffalo? What was that? Well, what, what, what did you say exactly? Yeah, it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. I needed a ride from, well, we needed a ride from Pittsburgh because. Yeah, it was morning, like, at 1 a.m. in the morning. What are you doing? What's going on? No, we went, I went home. To Miami. Okay. And then we needed a flight back. Me and my girlfriend needed a flight back. And we chose this. It was like this flight was like 6.52. And it got delayed to overnight. And I had a meeting the next morning at 8.30 in the morning. So now I'm like, and I'm not in panic mode, but she is. Um, so, <laughs> but I was just like, all right, what can I do? So... We were trying to figure out ways. We were trying to go to New York City, get from New York City to Buffalo. We couldn't do that. So we was like, oh, let's go to Rochester or Syracuse. Couldn't do that. So I was like, hey. And I thought about it. I was like, oh, Pittsburgh is about two hours away. It was four hours. I didn't know that. So we chose a flight at 7 o'clock. Was it 7 or 8? 8.20 <laughs> to Pittsburgh. And we wouldn't get in until like 12. I think it was like 12 or 1. Um... So, but in the mix of all that, right? Trust in the process, a little adversity, yeah. right? <laughs> we got on a plane, and the plane was missing a piece, <laughs> right? So, we're like, first of all, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I got an 8.30 meeting. I want the plane to go up regardless. 
<laughs> right? But then I was like, what if I die? And I don't make it to me. So all this was going through my brain. Brian like, would throw a wrench into things. Yeah, like, coach, I was late because I'm dead. But it's just like, <laughs> but like, I started thinking, I was like. Would you still get would punished, you, you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, I don't know. Like, what do I want to take the risk? Do I say, forget it, call and say, hey, I'll be there tomorrow. But I was like, you know what? Forget it. The peace is gone. Whatever happens, happens, right? So it was like the piece where you can steer. What was it? Like? It was like the piece that can steer the plane. I'm like, well, if you steer the plane, it's like. <laughs> Are you making stuff up right no, now? No, 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 really no, no. Am I making it up? Well, they're filling. Well, I didn't know what exactly. Pilot's giving you the play-by-play. Oh yes, he is. He's like, yeah, they went to go get a piece. They'll be back. He say, oh, we don't have the piece. He said, he said. Well, they can't find a piece, but they said it's okay to go in the air. <laughs> he said it's okay to go in the air. I'm like, it's okay to go in the air. Like, <laughs> We're all going to heaven. All going to heaven. <laughs> so the pilot, I, I, I like that. The pilot's putting on the passengers, hey, we don't get the piece, but it's on you guys. Yeah, and then he's, like, he's like, yeah, we, we, we looked it up. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I was like, Did it give you any details on what this piece was? It was the piece. What was it? The steering? It was a piece for like the tractor. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know, right? I'm thinking the plane can't steer. That's what I'm thinking. Because <laughs> all I hear is we can't steer. Yeah, we have. We need the piece to like get in and out. And all I'm thinking is like, okay, well. All I know is the plane needs all the pieces. That's right. Because <laughs> Typically. I don't know what piece it is, but <laughs> I know every piece better be on the plane when I'm on the plane. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking. I don't care what piece. I don't care, if, you know. So, yeah. So that's what I was thinking. So anyway, <laughs> the plane goes in the air, right? We're in so the you air. Made the, you made the executive Isaiah decision. I'm, I'm going. I'm giving I'm dying. Call. I'm dying for my team. That's what I'm doing. Putting right. your life on the line for the Buffalo Bills, literally. Because that's what I do, right? That's what you do, yeah. So we're in the air, right? Plane gets to shaking a little bit, all right, all right. Steering's all right, so we're good. So we're in the plane, we land, and we get down, and I say, uh, so I tweeted that, I tweeted that before we got on the plane, and we get off the plane, right? And um, I say, hey, Someone's coming to pick us up from the airport because I tweeted this. And she was like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And she goes, so we just going to let random strangers pick us up? I'm like, well, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. Do you have a better idea? She goes, what about Uber? I said, go ahead, Uber. So we look up the Uber. A lot of money. So she looks up the Uber. Nothing. Oh, not, there wasn't even an option. Nothing. So, who has to save the day? <laughs> so, I go on Twitter and I say, hey, come pick us up because uh, I'm sleepy. Did you get a ride? Yeah, we got a ride. We got a ride, yeah. Oh, okay. and, we, and they drove us. Everything was fine. She was happy. You know, and the woman always to be happy in the, in the end. Not wow. during the process, in the end. So, wow. And what, what, but you missed your meeting, though, right? I made it. I made it. Oh, you made it? Yeah. What time was the meeting? 
8.30. I got, we got home at 5? 5. So wow, I, yeah, okay. so I took a little nap, woke up, went to meetings, worked out, came back home, and yeah. Unbelievable. Man, great story, Isaiah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> you know, I, man, give it up to Isaiah. That, that was great. Okay. Thanks, everybody. We got to get some questions going. John, you got a mic, right? I think we're ready. Let's do it. Awesome. So just like raise your hand. Any question you want. Any question you want because this is... Nothing's off limits. Nothing's off limits. Nothing. All right. We got our first contestant. Hey, Isaiah. Um, Last we talked in November, I asked you about your uh, utilization. My humanization? Yeah. You what? I was here in November. I asked you how you felt about your utilization. Oh, utilization. Got it. Yes. So oh, to follow up. Utilization. 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 Gotcha. Yes. Uh, so since then, obviously, as we've discussed, you've gotten more targets. Um, definitely uh, some great plays going on Thanksgiving, as discussed as well. Um, do you feel your increase in opportunity is a result of more comfort on the field post-injury? Or is it a synchronicity between you and the offense that's leading to more targets? Just wanted to know a little bit of your thoughts on that. Is she like an analyst reporter? No, I just like genuinely I'm like you're my favorite I know. player. Yeah, I got you, got you. Genuinely. Got you. No, okay, because you use a couple big words in there. and um... <laughs> Remember, so, you didn't go to Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go for a reason. Down. Right, so um, you said something about post-injury, and I sort of heard a big word, and then like... <laughs> okay, so in short, yeah, yeah, okay, got it. Like, do you think it's like more comfort post injury, or do you think like you're just getting in a groove with the offense, so they're giving you more targets? Um, or both. I just feel like they see me, so it's just like, okay, well, he's there. Why, why not give him the ball? You know, like, you know. But I would say it's just. I don't know. I'm comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Running yeah. routes, getting open. Like, I'm comfortable. You know what I'm saying? It's just sometimes I just, maybe I'm too short or something. Mm. <laughs> but, like, I feel like when when the, when the ball is coming to me, I'm doing a good job with the ball in my hands. I'm catching the football and doing everything I can. So they see that. Yeah. And, yeah, so I feel like, yeah, for the most part, me giving production, me getting the ball more, it's how that played out. So I feel like now I'm getting the ball a little bit more because they see, okay, he's getting open, he's catching the football or whatnot, and why not give him the ball? He's on our team. You know? But also statistically, you're number three for receptions. So Exactly. Hopefully that goes up. <laughs> <laughs> how does that work? Like when you're in the film room, Isaiah, like, and you're seeing this, is it is it a, a game plan, a, a play design thing, or is it – so Alan usually, going through his reads and going somewhere else. So usually how it goes is, I feel like this is generic. This is like for every team. It's like, oh, you're playing a man-to-man team. We have a lot of, we, we have three guys that can beat man-to-man at any given time. Me, Diggs, and Gabe, you know. And when you're playing a zone team, you're kind of like specific plays for zones and stuff like that. And you kind of go want to go to the bigger targets in zone, right? Even though the little small targets open, it's like, Difficult throw. That's where yeah. Beasley got a lot of his receptions exactly. though, versus zone in the yeah. spot. And I feel like for the most part, I'm open in zone, but it's just like, you know, Josh goes through his re- reads and, you know, he just throws it 
to the guys that take the ball first, which is fine. You know, I'm fine with that. You know, it's just like, hey, <laughs> look this way a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like now, like I said, we're going through our bumps and bruises. But as you can see, we know what to do now. You know, it's just like, hey, maybe we need to spread this ball out again and get back to what we're used to doing. Yeah. You know, and Dorsey's a pretty good coach, so he knows what he's doing for the most part. So, like, he'll adjust just like we got to adjust, you know. Because you know where to, like, turn left or right on those option routes in a yeah. zone. It seems like you can nestle into those soft spots. Yeah. And that's a next, process. For too. the next podcast, we're going to have, like, a jumbotron or a video board. And we just watch film. Yeah. Let's do it. it bring, hey, bring uh, <laughs> Alan and Dorsey. Bring the whole gang. We'll break it all down for them. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> all right. We got some more questions out there. All right. Um, I just want to know, who do you think or who do you want to win the World Cup? The World Cup. Well, um, I was going for Portugal. Not the U.S.? No. No. No way. Not 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 pulling for the home country. No, no, not me. I'm pretty defiant. Yeah. Is there is there a reason? <laughs> like, like get a staunchly pro-American crowd <laughs> here. So, so when I'm reason. the thing, the thing is, the thing is, like, it's not our thing. Hmm? U.S. soccer is like compared to like. Brazil, Portugal, Argentina. That's what they do. Yeah, but don't you believe in American exceptionalism that we should just be kicking everybody's butts and everything? I mean, that's what I want. I love it when we play those countries, like Angola, when Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley, they're beating Angola by like 70. Now we're talking basketball. Now we're talking basketball. Any sport, any sport. I don't care what it you is. You think the U.S. should win? on all these countries. Oh, man. Well, I'm, I'm more of a realist here, right? So... I love my country, but hey. So you just you didn't even really give them a chance. No. Yeah. Okay. No. So you're thinking we don't got a shot. I'm just gonna root for somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> are we Are we still in it? I don't. No, we're done. No, we're not. <laughs> when, the la- like- when the last time U.S. went to the World Cup? I don't like soccer, so I didn't watch a second. I don't. I like- wasn't even watching either, but I know the U.S. <laughs> wasn't in there, right? But if they did go. You know, to the finals or whatnot, because I don't watch the World Cup, so I don't know how it works. But if they made it to the end, I'd watch. But have they even made it that far? <laughs> the women, the, the women, awesome. Yeah, yeah. The men, tough. It is funny when like a random Thursday night game between like the Rams and the Raiders, the ratings will be like double the World Cup. You know, just yeah. We're, everybody loves football in this country. Exactly. Football. If football had a USA, <laughs> there should be yeah, there should be a World Cup for foot American football. Exactly. Yeah, I would cheer for them. You know, just beat up on some of these other countries. Exactly. Yeah. But when it comes to soccer, it's kind of hard. Like Cristiano Ronaldo is not is I don't even know where he's from, but he's not from here. So like, whatever team he's on, that's what I'm going. Yeah. Messi. So you are you are a fan of like. European soccer, kinda, but not really. But like I know, the, I know of those guys. You know, Mbappe, France. You know, like I just know that the biggest, like we have our big time football guys, like yeah. you know Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, 
Josh Allen. Like we have those guys in in other countries, they have those guys. So when it comes to soccer, they got it. All right, we hit our soccer quota for the podcast. <laughs> I gotta cut you off. That's enough. <laughs> I believe Ronaldo's from Argentina. No, from Portugal. 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 I just. That's, I think I said that. Right? There you go. All right. Oh, we have more questions out there. Over here. I'm sure we do. Are you glad that you're not on the receiving end of Matt Milano's hit? Um, yeah. No, I don't, I don't, me and Matt Milano don't get along, right, when, it's, when we're practicing because he tends to do that a lot because that's just how he plays, but I, I love him, you know. But when he hits me in practice, we have a problem, you know. So, well, I have a problem with everybody, but him, I just got – I stay away from him. So when I'm doing drills, like stay – Nah, but he's cool. Man, he's been great this year. He's awesome. He's been since I've been here. He's been awesome. Yeah, I love him. The whole hit you in practice though. Oh yeah, oh, like camp and all that. You gotta watch that guy. Wow. Yeah, and I'm like small, so I gotta watch him. <laughs> like trip. Go ahead. Then we got a question over here. All right, I wasn't able to watch the game in person yesterday because I had work. But is there any chance that you can show us that little dance that you did when Knox got hit? Ooh. Oh, when he got the yeah. that first down? Yeah. You know, uh, you know what? I can't do it right now. You know why? Why? I got fined for it. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah. No, you're making that Did up. Did you really? No. Hey. Too many pumps. That's what they said. <laughs> <laughs> Too many pumps, yeah. I'm like, bro, like what? So yeah, they, they, I got fined for it, so I'm not allowed to do it anymore. No, no, no. You, you seriously got fined? Yeah. No. Hey, you know you gotta, you know you gotta fine for that, right? What? I sh- well, it's the no fun league. Got, got to find you guys for having fun out there. Yeah, and during the week I was looking at fines too, and then I got one. So. But I'll do it again this Sunday, so. I think that's the only way that this is going to change. It's like everybody going 70 miles over the speed limit. Like you just, if everybody's just, you know, doing double, triple pumps and celebrating and having fun and doing all, what are they going to do? Pull Take, everybody over? Yeah. Well, they probably will, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they will find every single person that did it. Because <laughs> they want their money back. They don't want to give you the money. Well, they don't make, they don't make enough money. It's hard times <laughs> for Roger and these owners. Really hard times. We should have a lot of questions. Oh, Gracie's got one. <laughs> if you could be any other number than six, what number would you be? Uh, five. Five? There it is. That was my little league number. I grew up with that number, so five. I had it in high school. So, yeah, five. Any other questions out here? Tiff, question? Oh. I have a two-part question. Why do they call you Little Dirty? (laughs) Is it because you don't shower after the games, you just get dressed and go? No, so (laughs) I'm going to make it a brief story because, so when I was in camp in 2019, instead of going, after practice, instead of going to um, shower, I would go take a nap and then I would go to meetings and then they would ask me if I've showered and I would tell them no. And I'll shower at the end of the night. So 
Yeah. So they then they started calling me a little dirty because I didn't shower after practice. <laughs> and so, the yeah. second part of the question. Do you plan on opening one of your restaurants here? That would be well, I wouldn't mind, but I would be competing with <laughs> It depends on where the restaurant is in Western New York. <laughs> but um, I mean, the first it's hot. Pretty amazing here, as everybody knows. Here, and underrated chicken wings as well. And the barbell gets all the love across the street. They got good wings here. I would tell you, if I came here, I'd have the best barbecue. Ooh, we should have a cook-off. Oh, that would be Let's awesome. Do it. Well, well, wait, 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 wait. Before we talk about cook-off, I'm not making the food. I don't make the food. So. Yeah, no, like the face of the franchise. Just be the face of the barbecue. Yeah. So, but it's possible. It's just so hard to find people who are work. Whoa. It must have been raining. I dropped that. <laughs> you have him flustered. <laughs> John flustered. He's on the ropes. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's possible. But, I mean, it's hard to find people to work. Hard to find people to trust. But it's possible. I mean, yeah. I mean, Is that a real concern? Like, people just don't want to work? Can't get workers. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to be a theme. Yeah. Everybody wants to work, work from home. They're lazy. Yeah. I like it. Tell them, Isaiah. What? But she works from home, so that's why I give <laughs> <laughs> So I gave her and her friend a hard time today. They just sat on the couch and worked. That's cool, right? Well, I, I got to go get hit by 300-pound men. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that it? Any more questions? We got one over here. All right. We can ask anything, financial statements, like whatever. Yeah. Uh, how big is a goof of Josh Allen? Say it again? How big of a goofball is Josh Allen? Yeah, he's a nerd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Josh is awesome. You know what I'm saying? We have that, like, I don't even know what you call it. Um, the relationship, I don't know. But um, he's cool. Like, he quotes a lot of movies, and to be honest, like I'm not really a movie guy, especially like Superbad and all the Will Ferrell movies. Like he's into those things, but you haven't seen any of those. I see. I watched Superbad the other night, but like all the other ones. What's the other ones? Like Wedding Crashers. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> We've been we've been dropping white guy references on Isaiah. Yeah. So he sometimes he hits me with quotes. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so like he hits me with like stuff from a movie scene, and I'm like, he'd be like, you never seen it? And I'm like, no, bro. I have I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, Yo, just keep it strictly football. Um, but no, he's awesome. You know, he is a bit of a dweeb when it comes to movies, but like, he's awesome. It's cool. I've heard that he's just the biggest prankster though on the team. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is. We don't play pranks on each other, really, though. Yeah. I think I need to start doing that yeah. before I retire. Probably should. I'm getting... <laughs> what? Before you retire. You yeah, I'm getting old. I'm getting old. So I told, oh. I told her. So it's the podcast, right? So I told her, I said, hey, listen, we win the Super Bowl. I'm done. Really? Yeah. You're retiring if you win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? Wow. Is that prankster, jokester, Isaiah? No, 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 that's no. serious, Isaiah. No, that's getting old, and I got to go. 
I mean, you did suffer a pretty bad concussion, and you got to look after your health. Is that part of it, or is it just like you want to do other stuff? No, I feel like, I mean, I told myself, oh, eight years in the NFL, good, that's, a good, that's a good gig, you know? Made a lot of money. All I want to do is win the Super Bowl, and we have a possibility here, so every year I stayed. So it's like, if we win it, there's nothing else I need to do. I played in the NFL, made a lot of money, won the Super Bowl, played one of the best quarterbacks, had a great time, had fun, awesome. So, hey, why not get out on my time and not on their time? It's admirable, man. That, that, that's a lot of guys, yeah. A lot of guys struggle with that. I mean, so many players will hang on no. four, five, six, seven years too long. Yeah. Right? If you. It's better to be on the other side of it, health-wise, sanity-wise. And it seems like you do kind of have life set up whenever you are done playing. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can find your reason to wake up in the morning yeah. outside of football, which is so hard for everybody. Yeah. I never thought I'd be like – I never thought I'd know what to do in life after football, but I kind of got it figured out. So I'm fine. Isaiah also said on a previous show that – if you win the Super Bowl, you'll have your first sip of alcohol ever. Yeah. Well, I told myself, I said, okay, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, right? But I did say I was going to drink alcohol, do a couple drugs. Earmuffs, kids. <laughs> don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. But uh, <laughs> Right, Advil, cover the pain. Hey, that's what we're talking here, yep. But I did, I did say I was going to get twisted. Because yeah. it's my last time. It's my last You're time. You're going to retire. Might as well go out with a bang, right? In the hospital. <laughs> Don't end up in the hospital, Isaiah. Don't. <laughs> you know, I have a little worried for you. If you've, you've never drank alcohol at all. Yeah, no. So no. if you win the Super Bowl and you're letting loose. I'm, the letting, Super Bowl I'm letting it all out. I mean, you better... Your girlfriend, she better be keeping an eye on you. She's the babysitter. It's yeah. my turn. It's my right. turn. You know what? You're Stephon Diggs' babysitter on the field. Maybe he should be your babysitter off the field when that moment arrives. You, you're going to need multiple babysitters. We're probably going to be together in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All, all the more reason for the Bills <laughs> to win the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> Although I don't think anybody wants you to retire. They love the face of the franchise. Yeah. They're a little dirty in their lives. Yeah. I think I'm going to come to a couple, ba- couple games, hang out in the stands. Yeah. Wave the flag. Take your shirt off. Yeah. Fitzpatrick did it, so I'm going to do it. There you go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, on that note, holy cow, Isaiah, that's some big news there. Th- thanks, everybody, for coming out. This has been great. Appreciate it. Awesome questions all around. That was great. And uh, as always, you cool to hang out for a little bit, meet some folks? Well, this time I can't. You can't. Because I had to take someone to the airport. What time is it? Yeah, we can stay. Well, I got approval to stay for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right? so, so in the end, I guess the wife usually does run the show. Yeah, okay, yeah, there we go. yeah. Right. She's she wears the pants. Doom. What? What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's All okay right. to let them run, wear the pants. Like, I, like I don't mind because you gotta I'm, just the key is you gotta kind of know when to take your wins and losses, right? It's it's a give and take. It's a compromise. Yeah, I don't mind losing because you know, it's like I'm retire, probably. Let's keep doing the show. It'll be like a, a family marriage. Co- be, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Well, Isaiah will hang out for a bit. And also, again, I wrote The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football. It was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, I read it. I read it. Isaiah read it front front to back, right? (laughs) I'll be chilling, too, if you want to buy a book. So thanks, everybody, for coming out. Appreciate it.